Hello and welcome. I don't know about you, but I love to talk and talk I must with everybody, anybody, anywhere. Have you really stopped to talk? And I mean really talk with your family and friends. Do you know what their dreams are? Do you know what they are up to these days? Well, I'm chatting with my friends and people from all walks of life to discover what makes them tick. Join me as I uncover some truths and some stories. I'm Hira and you're listening to Crossleg with Hira Mehta. I'm looking forward to talking to Santoshi Narupan today, uh, who believes that the limbs may not support but the heart does. So let's talk to about the dance of life. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? And thank you so much for having me as part of your uh, Gupshap Dairies and uh, as part of your show. Thank you. It's it's my honor and pleasure, you know, because uh, you know, as women, uh, I think we ha- we are very we are very uh, strong, and irrespective of what comes our way, we just get going, and that is what your story. When I read it, it made me feel. So I'm really happy to be talking to you today, you know, Santoshi, and uh, I just love it when you said dance to life. You know, it, it makes me feel so happy. You know, when you when people are positive when people are inspirational and you are inspirational you are positive and that makes you who you are you know just the way you are so tell me santoshi uh, you are from hyderabad right and you are a survivor you're a power woman you've been inspiring people with your talks and with your uh, inspirational uh, words but i want to know a little about the santoshi that no one has yet asked about <laughs> yeah so yes you are absolutely right that i'm from hyderabad and uh, let me start with who i am where i was born and how where did i brought up and all so i was born in chittor uh, it is a part of andhra pradesh and then i was brought up till my fifth standard in hyderabad because my parents were uh, working in uh, you know government sector and then even my grandparents before i actually take you into my childhood two influential persons in my life has been my grandparents my grandmother and my grand uh, father um, who has actually taught me how to live life they didn't teach me explicitly but they just lived the way how they are and uh, they have been a great influence and yes as i said that um, i was born and brought up in i would say that till my fifth standard i was in hyderabad and later uh, we moved to tirupati and uh, till my mca i did my masters in the computer applications in uh, tirupati till then i was there uh, after that i got job and then you know uh, i got a job in mnc i started working with sap labs in gurgaon and the see <laughs> it's like a different dimensions yeah so and from there the journey my journey was actually you know it kick started from there okay you know it suddenly reminds me of you know when i was a child as like any other child i was a pampered kid at the same time my parents didn't let me lose the value of the things that i have been given to i never asked them but then they gave me an advance but at the same time they taught me in fact my grandparents and the entire family you know system they taught me how to value the things and uh, 
that's where I think I usually don't think, uh, take things for granted. That's lovely. That's lovely to hear. You know, and uh, you know, I know, uh, and probably people know or not, I don't know, but you have a professional journey, uh, which you're very proud of, and you can, uh, you know, uh, I'd love it if you tell us about your professional journey. Absolutely. I'd love to share that part of my life where I, I was in happy colors. So uh, after I completed my MCA, I did join MNC uh, as a software engineer. I worked with SAP Labs for about uh, one and a half years, and then I did work with NCR Corporation. I was into engineering and uh, management roles. I was a software configuration engineer, and I was a template manager. And I did handle a couple of management roles uh, with the rest of the companies I worked for. Uh, I do have around 11 and a half years of experience so far. And uh, in the meantime, I also pursued a life coaching training, which has helped me to to balance, kind of to, to sort out the balance, you know, whenever I just slipped out this side or that side. So that was my professional life. And uh, recently, last month, uh, was my last working day with my previous company. Uh, it's called CDK Global. And uh, right now I'm pursuing opportunities in the space of DEI, diversity, equity, and uh, inclusion in the software uh, uh, companies, organizations. And uh, I'm also doing, you know, trying to uh, handle the things which are coming on my plate and uh, taking it up from there. I can understand. Uh, so I'm glad because, you know, everybody needs to keep exploring what uh, new we can do. And sometimes life just throws curves at us and we just we just handle them. And, and you handled beautifully a rare genetic disorder condition called limb girdle muscular dystrophy. It's something that I can't even pronounce and you're living with it. Uh, so tell us what it is all about and and what happened when you heard that you were you know, you were having this disorder. How did life change for you? Um, to be honest with you, uh, while I was doing my MCA final year, uh, at that time, I I got, I was down with chikungunya fever for twice. And uh, it was like a normal fever. Everyone in the town got it, so do I and my mom. We were down with fever and after a couple of days, uh, days went by, months went by, the fever got subsided in one week and 10 days around. And then I started slowly getting the joint pains. <clears throat> so uh, it was part of the fever. You know, we all thought, okay, this is as part of the fever and it, it's time to subside and all. So as the doctors, orthopedicians, neurologists told me, months went by, year went by, the pains weren't subsiding, kind of subsided, but then the activities which was quite normal, as simple as sitting on the floor and getting up or taking the stairs or, you know, walking and suddenly all of a sudden falling down without no reason and uh, struggling in walking. So these, these things were slowly progressing and it was actually scary for me and for my mom. We were not sure like what exactly is happening. We consulted many doctors. And all of them said that, you know, don't worry, beta, it takes time. It's part of chicken gunya. So we were like, okay, fine. It is part of the fever. It will subside today, if not today, tomorrow. By then, two years passed by. And in the meantime, I- Two got, years? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's a long time two years is a very long time to have uh, you know undergone this pain yeah uh, the pains were still manageable it was it was not so complicated but i was not able to do the normal things i i i sort of tried out shortcuts i tried a sort of escaping from the situations i started inventing new methods of avoiding people because i was on normal till then right i was a dancer i was doing this and that pretty much a social animal so when my friends used to call me for hanging out i used to say no come on you know i have this appointment i'm going here and i was actually sitting at home doing nothing at all so uh while while these things were happening finally i was not in a state to process what i was what have been told you know we i got job and with the same condition it was right now you can see me in a wheelchair but if you would have seen me at the time you might think okay this girl is walking slightly different but that doesn't matter okay it was like it was like that so uh but by the time i took a vacation from office work and came back home that's when my mom realized things are going out of hands something is happening and what is something we didn't know we then again consulted the doctors the same set of doctors and we consulted other doctors as well then they told that this is a they did a physical examination and blood test and you know biopsy and all then they confirmed that this is a condition called limb girdle muscular dystrophy type d what it is how it is i we don't know we thought it's like you know it will subside if not today tomorrow i couldn't process that point in fact me and my mom we were we don't know what it is all about and then the first thing what we do is we google it right the moment you google it it will say that this is a muscle degeneration muscle we were like okay but how complicated how challenging the things are going to put us in a state till 5 years back if you ask me honestly i didn't know that from now to 5 years back i kind of um, processed and then i started slowly accepting myself when i eventually came into a wheelchair confined state so as the reason why this i'll tell you the reason why you know you cannot process that because you'll be walking normally you'll be with little struggle you'll be able to do all the things all by yourself you'll feel like okay this might be a pain or this might be and in the same time people around you will start giving you pointers hey allopathy might not work why don't you go for ayurveda hey ayurveda might not work why don't you go for homeopathy if homeopathy doesn't work go for unani if unani doesn't work go for you know some other so you will be traveling in that journey with them and you'll feel like if not this miracle some other miracle is going to happen and i'll all be okay hi i just read the fact the moment i got into the wheelchair boss this is not going to happen now and uh, yeah that's that's how uh, the journey of limb girdle muscular dystrophy kick started at the age of i would say 26 20 at the age of 25 uh, beach me that's tough because you know it suddenly everything changes for you and you know of course you have to and whether we like to say it or not you must have experienced some depression feeling lost you know uh, you know why i'm asking you this is because i want you to inspire uh, and people to understand that when you go through something 
there is a feeling of uh, you know uh, a setback a feeling of you know uh, not being able to do things or whatever you know and you start getting depressed but the word depression today is got a very different context you know uh, but if you're sick and you go in and especially when it's something like you faced you must have really been uh, completely broken so how did you handle those feelings i know you were handling the uh, the physical part of it but what about the the mental uh, strain that it was taking on you and your mother you absolutely put it in a very beautiful way which is absolutely true physical part is one thing we all know about the condition but the challenges the turmoil that you are pushed into uh, you know emotional challenges you know uh, because you'll see your friends getting married you see your friends lives are moving ahead with them and you see they are having kids i am happy for them they know that i am happy for them but that's altogether a different story you feel like your life is stuck it's not moving anywhere you are working you're financially independent you have got hundreds of things on your plate but you don't feel that and you don't want to do the regular things you feel like you know you want to avoid people going to the dark you just disappear but yeah i mean feeling depressed yeah i'm sure it was a bit tough you know because you must have felt uh, like you know you didn't want to step out of the house or you didn't want to meet people so how long did you actually uh, stay in that little feeling of not wanting to step out and when did that when did you snap out of it is what i want to know because you have snapped out of it and you snapped out of it beautifully not just beautifully but you're inspiring people with what uh, you know with your talks with your uh, your thoughts and you know it's 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 helping people to understand that there is something beyond you know uh, everything that you have to face in life you know so when did, when did that happen for you when did you when did you snap out of it and when did you feel that enough is enough i have to get out now yes uh, i realized it after i started working uh, i mean I, i came back from gurgaon and i started of working again because i didn't want to halt there and what made me to think that i have no clue to be honest with you but then feeling depressed it definitely happens and uh, that's okay that's okay uh, if i see uh, 10 years back from now compared you know when we compare from now to then now the awareness of depression has been absolutely going in the right way and if we are feeling depressed there's there's no harm in seeking out the experts help at the time i didn't know how the miracle happened for me but right now let's not wait for the miracle to happen we have experts let's reach out let's be shameless and let's move ahead because we are the creators of our own lives god is there he'll guide you but he'll not make you the things that you want to make for yourself right so right now this even if you're feeling depressed even if you feel that you are paused and your life has stopped the moment you realize it seek the help they will guide you they'll help you they you will be happy at the end of the day you'll be happy yeah so what would you say would be two tips that you'd give somebody if somebody's stuck in a pause mode what would you tell them to do to move on in life just two two things mm-hmm. what what see for me i first thing that you need to do is first to realize it that there is a problem Yeah. and then as you said seek help but you know sometimes we don't even realize that we are facing this kind of an uh, you know a mental strain or something because 
even now the situations that we are facing we we don't realize that at the back of our head there is something that is you know making you feel uneasy uh, it's it's just an uneasiness it doesn't have to be a depression so what are the two points that i'd like to tell people if you if somebody comes to you and says you know i'm just just so fed up what would you tell them uh, first thing is to acknowledge uh, see for example you are not able to figure out what's happening with you and you are feeling depressed but you don't know that you're feeling depressed people around you will give you pointers take this take those pointers because if you're doing you're not doing the things normally and suddenly you don't want to do the things which you were doing earlier your friends and family will say hey you like food right why are you avoiding it and take those pointers start actioning on them think that because sometimes we don't know what we are doing with our lives we just we just want to shut off from everyone if we realize on our own the first thing is to seek the help if we could not realize on our own take the points from your family and loved ones they will help you trust them and from there you can again go to the clinical help wow that is beautiful that's a beautiful thought that you know the family uh, or people who are telling you i think we need to listen to them sometimes we just shut off people when they try to tell us what to do irrespective of what they are trying to tell us to do you know uh, it's beautifully said you know beautifully said tell me something you have learned music and dance in your childhood so what have you actually learned and uh, i know that despite despite being in a wheelchair and all the odds that you're facing you've decided that you want to uh, you know not give up and you started something very unique which is called dance on to life challenge so i wanted to talk about your entire dancing journey up to what you have newly started or you've just uh, thought about giving the world this new challenge dance on to life challenge yeah so uh, the motivation behind the dance on to life is my condition i learned bharatanatyam in my school um, i started learning uh, since i was 9 years old till my mca in fact till i slipped into this uh, condition so i was learning and more of learning i half of the times i'll be learning and half of the times i'll be teaching my friends to hey let's compose let's do some bit of choreography and it was just fun for me and i loved dancing and slowly when i you know when i have been diagnosed with this condition my legs were in supporting and then i thought you know okay fine my legs are in supporting let me do something with my hands and when my hands stopped stopped you know supporting me in the dance i didn't know i, I somewhere that rhythm in me hasn't died it's still there so i i really didn't i really don't want to wait for tomorrow wherein i will be thinking oh god yesterday i was able to use my shoulders i should have done something the motivation behind starting the challenge is the same if we could do something today let's not wait for tomorrow to happen okay and uh, let's spread some positivity after all what's lost in kya jata hai khali positivity to baat rahe so so the purpose of this is hashtag dance on to life life is however making you to dance to its tunes why don't we enjoy the dance right so uh, how you can do is and i'm calling out all the people who are watching this and who will be watching this later your gupshap diaries episode uh, it's very simple there's no necessary to be a dancer 
you can record a reel you can record a video of you know time duration your choice you can do it single you can do it with your family play some music do some dance using only your shoulders neck okay and head and eyebrows and you can check out my profile i have added in the highlights where people like uh, you know seema hari and manjula kalanidhi amazing people have who have you know couple of my friends lalita and uh, they have supported me to take this course forward uh, and i also request you and everyone who are watching this uh, to take it forward to have some fun and then spread the positivity yeah it's called dance onto life hashtag hashtag dance onto life that's a beautiful thought you know because uh, you know i have a friend who is also wheelchair bound but she wants to uh, you know become an actress and uh, you know she feels that uh, you know acting doesn't have to be you know below the waist you can sit and do it and like you said you can sit and dance and you know there is it's very funny when you're talking about this because there have been people who have been doing uh, dance sitting and doing dancing you know and this has been going on for a very long time on facebook and on youtube and a lot of places so it's just about expressing yourself and your inner emotions so i think it's a beautiful thought and you know and there is one more uh, challenge which you have uh, put up which is on your youtube channel which you called yours truly stan yeah uh, which is called micro thought provoking challenge yeah. it's a 21 day challenge tell me about that challenge so um this thought came up uh, while we were all sailing in the boat of corona pandemic and all okay so and it was closing the end of year this started around uh, december 3rd and it went on till december uh, 31st which was the close of year 2020 see okay all of us we want to change the world right we want to change people we want to change the world we want to do everything but we don't realize that first we have to change ourselves and when we change ourselves collectively this energy we all together would make the world a better place it's not just for us and for the loved ones our kids our family our entire support system will be in happy place so uh, the 21 days challenge i do address 21 different topics starting from anger starting from conditioning brain starting from how to gain the confidence starting from unlearning things and uh, you know couple of the social issues where we feel frustrated to stand in a queue but we want everything to be sorted at the end of the day and we feel frustrated uh, when we don't find a parking place and we park in the disabled parking and then we we don't want the disabled or differently able people to get on to the lift or the elevator but we want to be the first persons we don't we don't respect for the people for whom they are and what they are we want all the luxuries at the same time we want to snatch snatch it away from everyone So what I did was I have come up with 21 different topics for 21 days, and the good part is there is no hard stop rule that you should have done. Arey, many nee kya tha? Wo to ho gaya tha challenge. It's not like that because anger, unlearning, conditioning, brain—it's a journey of our life. You can start taking up the challenge starting from today, and you can go ahead for another 21 days and see a transformed or a better version of you. that's a very lovely thought you know of uh, putting out uh, challenges to people so how does the challenge work if i would if you were to give me an example yeah. of when you're talking about anger how what is the challenge when it comes to the word anger yeah so uh, 
I'm sure you'll agree to me when I say that who know you better? It's you, right? Who knows you better? No one knows in the world the better version of us except us. So when you say about anger, I personally share the experiences where I went cranky, where I have done some really bad shit and how the consequences were. And the next time when I'm landing myself into that situation, what am I going to do differently? And who is going to take the in charge of that situation? So every day, every topic, by the end of the day, you need to write and you need to think and you need to have a solution of your own, taking your life into your control. Wonderful, wonderful. This is really well put, you know, I mean, and well thought out. What I like about it is that you are sharing your experience, your uh, situations, and you are sharing how you overcome it or overcame it. And then you're asking people to visit their own anger and to and to overcome it on their own. So yes. it's a beautiful thought. Really lovely, lovely. Uh, you have this, uh, why the name San, you know, you've uh, Yes. Why did you, you know, I just love it when, uh, you know, I didn't know uh, how to pronounce it. How do you pronounce the word anyway? Do you say san or do you say, what san. do you say? San. It's a san. san. Yeah. So, so how did san happen? <laughs> yeah. So a um, couple of my friends used to call me Sam, okay, in my college. But I always used to correct them. It's not Sam, it's San, unintentionally. And then uh, when I started working, I had uh, some Japanese clients wherein uh, just like we add G in Hindi, right? Ahira G. In the same way, they add San. So, and you know, my colleagues and my friends, hey, ha they have, they have addressed you San San. I was like, okay, uh, it's like San G. And from there, it was somewhere in my mind. Uh, and then I just thought I'll name my channel as yours truly, San instead of Santoshi, because most of the times either uh, there's a chance of misspelling or mispronouncing it. Few people call it Santoshi and which I, I San is simple to call, right? <laughs> no, that's lovely. It, it's, it's very lovely, you know, because when you give some, uh, uh, you know, some new uh, name to, uh, you know, to make you happy, it, it sort of percolates into your life and it makes you happy, you know, like, so, you know, I just started suddenly out of the blue, this one minute um, uh, reality check with Hira. I don't know, suddenly where out of the blue, I said, uh, let me just, uh, you know, I've been writing quotes. So instead of, I said, instead of writing quotes, let me talk to people, just my thoughts, you know, so I'm just putting across, yeah. like you're putting across a little, uh, you know, uh, giving them a little pinch to make them realize that, you know, Absolutely. So-and-so, oh, this can happen. I've seen a couple of them. They're absolutely beautiful. I just love it, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and I know I'm going a little crazy with that now, but I'm enjoying it. So I'm going to do it. I mean, it, see, I believe that whatever makes you happy and whatever you have to share, you should share. Because if you don't share it, uh, you may you may touch the life of only two people in the entire world or you may touch the life of a million people in the entire world but that should not be the focus of your doing something that makes you happy i believe that if you want to be happy you do it for yourself and then let people around you uh, you know just say let this join the caravan you know instead of trying to impress or trying to uh, tell people that look i'm doing something and 
please you know come along with me automatically people just join you when you do something you know which comes from the heart isn't absolutely. it yeah absolutely you're absolutely right <laughs> so tell me tell me what is what is it that you think that uh, how should we change the attitude of society <coughs> sorry <coughs> how do we change the uh, you know the thought process of society towards the differently abled what do you think that we should uh, you know what would people who are uh, on the wheelchair or have certain uh, illnesses or you know are unable to move out in society move out in the world easily what would you want to tell about that yeah so uh, to be honest and fair and transparent with you and with the people who are listening to us uh, i didn't know about all these things un- unless i landed myself in the situation but i'm glad that i have never seen people in a different way based on their color based on their female male lgbtq you just name it differently able mentally challenged glad that i didn't have that pulse in me but society altogether we we have the positives and negatives right so if we want to shift the cultural shift should happen from the education starting from schools as simple as putting a ramp for the pe- for the kids you know uh, when you start inducing that thought not necessary a polio say for example a kid who has polio has a challenge taking the stairs if the school has ramp it would be easy for him or if there is a teacher or if there is a aya or a nanny who wants to work in the school wants to take the stairs and there is no ramp the cultural shift happens from the schools and from the grocery shops that we see i have a motor wheelchair okay i have a luxury touch wood i want to do my own shopping i don't want to ask my mom to get something for me i cannot get out to the roads because it's not made for me right okay yes. i have a couple of my friends who have it built the house having a ramp section okay there are stairs they really want me to come to my ho- come to their houses I, they want me to visit but how i shut off there so the shift that we are talking doesn't happen in a click or a moment it should start from schools and we above everything you know above everything we are all humans if we could get the thought into our brains and induce into our dnas we don't find any difference because the friends who were there where when i was normal didn't didn't see me as a person acha iska acha this girl's legs are not working okay i'm not going to do friendship with her they didn't do friendship with me like on that right or the relatives or the friends other you know acquaintances neighbors they know me as i am their disability is not an identity even on that say yes. gender is not an identity potential and the humanness that we have in us is an identity right so you and me should start you know we should take this storm forward <laughs> yeah yeah but tell me something santoshi i i you know uh, i'm a person who uh, like you believes that there is uh, no gender no uh, color no nothing but you know what happens is that if you if i'm on the road and if i were to see somebody who is uh, you know differently abled and i would want to help him i sometimes hesitate thinking that you know they might feel um, 
offended because they want to be treated normally so how how does a person like me up uh, you know uh, take that first step because sometimes i fear that the person will just not like what i'm you know it it's like you know saying i'm i want to help you because you are not able to do what you are what you are probably trying to do that's lovely question i just love this uh this was the case with me as well when my friends initially before the progression when was just slowly the progression has started when a couple of my friends used to help me i felt like why these guys are helping me out i can do the things on my own why do they want to help me but there is a thin line if you see a person who are actually struggling to get the simple things on their own and if you offer a help and if you find them saying no 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 i can manage just leave it like that yeah because this i understood off late uh, i was in your situation couple of years before i wanted to help someone and uh, in fact i had my friend who uh, who was um, a polio uh, infected girl so she used to fall okay uh, and then when i i run and rush and to, to help her out she would say no 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 i can manage i felt like are yaar i thought of helping her but she's not ready but now i understand she knows that comfort how she can get up on her own so i would say if someone differently able says no i can manage let's let's leave it to their choice that's when they start getting comfortable with you and they themselves will approach you uh, can you hiraji can you please help me yeah that works that way at least from my experiences yeah no i love what you said you know because this is sometimes a dilemma you know because even when it comes to mental health uh, you know i had made once uh, a twitter mention that you know uh, uh, somebody was talking about mental health and i made a comment that you know uh, you know i'm there for you and if you want you know and please try to be more positive and uh, i got a, a, a whiplash for that you know because probably the person was not known to me it was just a general twitter and there was a discussion and i got a whiplash saying that you know we don't need to help you know don't think of us as somebody who needs help you know so don't give your gyan it was not that rude but it it sort of very very simply what uh, the person told us told everybody who was writing there that please do not think that you know it is something that we cannot handle but ha- therefore i asked this question because it's very difficult for sometimes to understand whether you can extend your help or you need to just step back and you know wait for the person to you know maybe ask you that would you please help me but you know it, it's a very as you said a very thin line you know and i love what you said so thank you who is your biggest support i know that your mom is your biggest support and i'd love to uh, to you know know about your mom because i i know that she has supported you throughout and uh, you know is your biggest uh, biggest support but tell me about your mom she is my friend philosopher guide blah, blah 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 i i mean i think i might fall short of words see every mom is a divine uh, divine thing we all know that but i will say how my mom is different from the rest of the moms in fact everyone has a story of telling their about their moms but let me share mine uh she is like a man of action when we slowly understood that life is going to take both of us into a different dimension she said okay what's next that's it we don't talk about my condition at all at all we never talk about it 
few people have actually criticized uh acha you you yeah i think you're not really concerned about about your daughter's health nothing to blame them because they are not aware of the situation for them they were having concerns uh, they were uh, framing their own stories in their minds but the truth is we don't talk about it because we don't want to put ourselves into that zone where we both have to sink together so we talk about everything in the life that's happening around us starting from politics starting from movies and food and this and that and friends and uh, she has been she is a really really and she doesn't lose her patience at all you know even today morning she was combing my hair and she said hey do you think that will be will it be fine till evening because i cannot comb my hair so i thought let me do a ponytail but uh, we finally you know landed uh, in this hairstyle and somehow i managed it i hope i'm looking good anyway so uh, we <laughs> so uh, she tips her her life she has her own set of struggles but she never gets that thing into my way and uh, even my friends say that you know your your mom is like amazing human and uh, and she's amazing besides my mom if and i always- Yeah, and obviously she makes fantastic rasam of course i can live my entire life um and uh, besides my mom if there are a uh, few people whom i i'll be ever grateful are my lovelies uh, my dearest dearest friends who haven't treated differently uh, because of them i could go anywhere they don't treat me if, if they think that there are stairs they just lift me and uh, you know they just lift me happily and they say that uh, you know acha because of you today i mera gym ka kaam ho gaya so they take it in a very funny way we do crack disabled jokes and uh, that's how i want to be treated and just because of them uh, and besides my mom i'm like you know they took me to goa you know what they took me to the goa for first time without uh, my mom being around and one of my girlfriends she gave me a bath and one of my other friends uh, they are like they are my amazing support system i'm blessed that way. that's really beautiful to hear you know because friends are uh, sometimes even more than family can ever be to be for you and and of course i uh, hats off to your friends and a big uh, hug yeah. to them for being such wonderful people uh, you know because yes you know i can understand you know and taking you out and then you know looking after you it is it is it is not everybody who is willing to do it but friends are friends you know and then they are not even going to look at you differently and yes we have a long way to go uh, when it comes to uh, you know uh, people with uh, who are differently able and especially people who need like the ramps that you need the you know to be able to get out on the street and uh, as you said you know uh, i just guess we have to just walk up and say can i help you or may i help you and if they say yes go ahead and help if this is no step back as you said and i loved what you said so thank you santoshi this was a fabulous conversation you really inspired me uh, you know of course not to take, we should never take life for granted so thank you very much for talking to me santoshi and i wish you all the best the pleasure is all mine and thank you so much for having me on your show if you enjoyed this episode and want to talk to me about your life i'm waiting connect with me on hiramehta13 at gmail.com and until next time namaste